So you're a dentist, eh? You're in the right place. This is the Canadian Dentist Podcast with Dr. Carlo Biasucci, where you'll get a truly Canadian approach to building a low-stress, highly profitable practice and live life on your terms. Learn more at TheElitePractice.com. I want to get into leadership quickly. So on leadership, this isn't mine. This comes from um, Colin Group. And this diagram, I'm going to explain in a second. But the first thing I want to talk to you about is the fact that leadership is a multiplier. So of all the things that you have in your office, all the processes, all the systems, all the, the, you know, the fine-tuning little things that we do in the office, those are all fantastic. But without leadership, you got a problem. So I've been talking a lot about what leaders should be focused on. There are two things. Let's look at the graphic here now. There are two areas. We have um, lagging indicators and leading indicators. Okay, so if we want to know which direction a business is going, if they're going to be successful in the future, we want to be focused on the leading indicators. Most businesses, and we have to pay attention to the lagging indicators, like Revenue, cost, profit. Okay, obviously we've got to look at that. Then we've got to look at things like complaint resolution, customer satisfaction, customer retention. These are important. But if you really want to create the leading edge where these things just get taken care of automatically, skip over to the far right. Employee engagement, employee development, employee retention. Even further to the right now, the last box. Engagement, coaching, goal and role clarity, Communication consistency. Does that sound familiar? A team-driven practice, right? These two boxes right here. This is where you need to be spending your time if you want all the other areas of the practice to be taken care of. If you're growing people, like the 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 office, well, the owner, okay? You're the, the, the head leader. We have a leadership team, but you are the head of the organization. Your primary job is to grow your leadership team. And your leadership team's primary job is to grow more leaders. If everyone is focusing on that, we're focusing on the engagement of the team, we're coaching people, growing people, they have clarity of their roles and clarity of their goals, and we're communicating consistently, I'm going to talk about that in a second, then your office is going to be flying, your team's going to be flying, okay? That's where you need to spend your time. We don't want to spend our time dealing with the nitty-gritty you know, dealing with complaints and trying to keep people happy and dealing with an upset patient. You won't have wait time issues and upset patients if you're focused on these other items, okay? If your team is engaged and everyone knows what their role is and you're, you're talking consistently, there's great communication, your culture is strong, you won't have as many problems, bottom line, okay? So leadership is your multiplier. Now, I want to talk about meetings briefly. My strategy, my motto is the more you meet, the more you make. Some people say to me, how can I take an hour out of my productive day? How can I pay people when they're not treating patients and generating income. And I would argue, how can you not? Okay? Stop doing what other people are doing. Stop thinking that what got you here will get you there. Right? What's, what is the definition of insanity? Right? So doing the same thing and expecting a different result. is that's, that's where you are. Please stop doing what other people are doing. Stop thinking like you have thought in the past. What got you here will not get you there. If I spend an hour with my whatever, the whole team, ideally, or just one part of my team, 
And the team is now 10% more effective, more productive as a result of sharpening the axe, honing their skills, then what will I get as a result for the rest of the month? Way more than the little bit of pay that I gave them. You can't even measure the boost in culture and engagement, okay? But I can tell you, the offices that spend the time versus the offices that don't spend the time, it's a monster difference, okay? The ones that are struggling, that have turnover, that the culture and the morale is weak, they don't spend enough time in engagement and coaching and clarity and communication. There's just not enough time dedicated to that. And you'll hear the excuses, I don't have time, I don't have time, I don't have time. Then you don't have time to change. Nothing's going to change. That's where you are. Bottom line, okay? So that's about as clear as I can make it. Um, let me jump over to this graphic. This comes, the, the citation is here, you'll see it in the bottom. Uh, the Blake Mouton Managerial Grid. Someone showed this to me this week and I like it. So I want to share it with you. Uh, you can Google this and you can find this web page that explains it all in great detail. I'm going to give you the, the Coles Notes version here. So there is this grid of um, management and there is an X and a Y axis. So they both start from low and go to high. We have concern for people here and concern for results here. So if we go up the X axis and we look at as your concern for people grows from low to high, and as your concern for results goes from low to high, there are different quadrants of management. If your concern for people is low and your results are low, you have what is called impoverished management, which means your management sucks, right? You don't care about people, you don't care about results, what are you there for? Okay, that's not a successful business, this business is one that is closing, okay? If you care a lot about people but not results, you have what they call country club management. So it's la-di-da, whatever. Everyone's happy, but we're not making any money, but that's okay, right? I don't know where that works, but I guess it's a thing. Um, if you have low concern for people but high concern for results, then you have producer parish management, which is the dictatorship, uh, not a great place to be, okay? Now, when we talk about um, high concern for people and high concern for results, you have proper team management. You have an engaged team. Now, when we say concern for people, we don't mean concern about people liking me. I mean concern that, first of all, I want people to be happy. I want, everybody wants to be liked, okay? But that's not the goal here. I'm talking about, do my people have what they need, the support they need, the training, the the um, education, the, the support structure, the support staff? Do they have the tools they need to be successful? Because I want that to be. If I truly want that to be, I'm concerned for my people that they have everything they need to be successful in their role. Now, do I have concern for results? Well, I obviously need to have some results. So I need to be tracking and managing those. I need to be clear with my goals. I need to be clear with, see over here, exactly what you see on the right side of this diagram. I need to be engaging and coaching my team. I need to give them clarity of goals and clarity of roles. I need to be communicating consistently so that I know and they know that they have all the support that they need to be successful. Okay, just a couple of things to think about on the leadership perspective today. So I, I do recommend that you go and Google this uh, Blake Mouton managerial grid 
read the page. You might find some interesting tidbits there that I didn't share, uh, but I think you'll find it helpful. I just want you to start thinking about that because some people have this problem. Okay. I was too far down, you know, where I only cared about results and didn't care about people. And now I want to change. I want to be better. Great. Fantastic. So all I'm going to do now is I'm going to focus on concern for people. I want everyone to like me. And then what happens is the results suffer and the people really like they're happy, but they don't care. So we, you know, we went from, okay, we were productive, but we had lots of turnover and the staff was unhappy, but at least we were, produ- we were productive. We were making good money. So now we're not very productive. People are pretty happy in general, but there's this general, like, we don't care too much about it. So you can't overcompensate in the other direction. You see that the best place to be is the top right of this grid. So I want you to have concern for people and concern for results. You can't trade one for the other or you're going to tank. Okay. So that's all I really wanted to share about that. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Canadian Dentist Podcast. If you want to know how Dr. Biasucci tripled his practice in three years and cut his work week in half, request your free information kit at theelitepractice.com.